Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Building Romans Empire Podcast. I did take some time off. Uh, I took like two weeks off without a podcast. I actually went to Mexico uh, with my family on one of those all-inclusive trips. It was a great time, but nevertheless, I'm back, and uh, let me tell you what this podcast is going to be about, because this one is special. So basically, the the podcast is called 70% ARV Formula and Why I Don't Use It. Uh, So we're going to break all that down, what that means and why I actually don't stick to that formula. Um, But the other thing I want to tell you guys, if uh, you haven't checked out the previous episode, which was number 10, I broke down our Shady Ridge project, which generated uh, $68,000 in profit for the business. So that was a very juicy deal. And with little work, actually, we didn't do much work on that one, but uh, I break it all down from start to finish and uh, go back and check that one out. There's a lot lot of value in that particular podcast, and actually, I think there's value in every podcast, so go ahead and check all of them out. Go all the way to 000, which was like my very first one. Check all of them out, guys. All right, so um, having said all that, I want to tell you guys some news Okay, so the news section is basically what's going on in my business. So what's going on? A couple things. Uh, we sold the Shady Ridge project, made made sixty eight k. Great, done deal. We're on to the next one. Next one, uh, we already rehabbed. It's been on the market. It's another condo in a Class A neighborhood. It's very interesting because we haven't gotten an offer yet. We got quite a few showings, and it's been on the market for like two weeks. Um. And we actually already did two price drops on it. Not like substantial price drops, but we did two price drops on it. Still not selling. Um, I knew that the margin on that one wasn't great when we bought it, but I knew that there's like little, there's like no work on that particular condo. Um, very little work. Literally paint. We painted it. We put a new sink in, and I think we put like two new vanities in. In the bathroom, so um, and the uh, potential profit was going to be like 35 k. Um, well, we already did two price drops, so we'll see. Even if I walk away with fifteen thousand dollars on that one, I'm I'm good with that because we it took us like eight days to to rehab, get all the junk out, paint, um, and you know do the minor rehab. So I'm good with that condo if it if it does sell for less, you know, that's that's why we did those price reductions and we're just waiting, you know, if we have to we'll do another price reduction. And that really just in, is indicative of today's market, guys, you know. I mean, at least in my market. Like I was talking to my buddy from Pennsylvania, man, he's he's a flipper. He's getting cash offers um, above asking cash offers in the four hundred thousand dollar price range one, and you know that's Philly market, which is close to New York there. Um, so you got a lot of ballers with, with big big pockets or deep pockets who who can just offer cash like that. Here in Ohio, in the Cleveland market, the suburbs of Cleveland, it's not like that. Um, you know, so the market is different, market by market. So that's basically where we're at in the market, and I'm okay with that. You know, we just you just have to compensate for it, and don't uh, be so aggressive when you're buying these houses. Make sure you built that margin in there, compensating for the fact that the market is slowing down, and there's less buyers. The interest rates did go up, and things like that. So. Anyway, having said that, now there's another condo that we're actually rehabbing. I just posted a reel on my Instagram page about it. 
because um, Instagram wants me to post reels. Apparently, I, that's all. Every time I open Instagram, it's a notification here. Here, post another reel. So um, anyway, I posted that reel. Um, check it out, actually, so you guys can see basically how it, it was completely cleaned out. Completely cleaned out condo. Like we we took out a couple dumpsters out of there of trash. And then we ripped out the kitchens and the bathrooms, the carpet. Literally everything is ripped out, ripped out down to the drywall. Um, so check it out on my Instagram page. Um, that's romanempire.cle. So we're doing that one right now. That one should be about a month and it'll be done. Um, but the, and the biggest news that I have is that we are under contract with a, and I mean, I will consider this like a luxury farmhouse. Um, interesting situation here that happened here. Basically, you know, my lead generating um, uh, VA team actually got me this deal. Well, they got me the appointment. I went, I went on this appointment to this house. It's in a Class A plus neighborhood. Class A plus. Um, school district's amazing. And then when I pulled into the lot, I just realized like the value of this home is just crazy. Just because it's on five plus acres of land, fully secluded, fully wooded lot, five plus acres. You can't see the house from the street. Very private. So, um, yeah, we're under contract on that one. But a little bit about it, I'll just tell you guys. So basically what happened was uh, the owner, the seller's uh, wife died, and uh, he's been living in the property. He's older. He can't really take care of the house like he used to, and he's just looking to downsize. And, you know, we reached out to him. It was perfect timing. He said, yeah, sure, come out. Let's look at the house. So when we got there, we we hit it off. We we built so it, sometimes I go to these appointments, but sometimes it's me and my wife. So on this one, it was me and my wife. So we really hit it off with the seller, build good rapport, uh, build good trust. And he had a unique situation because he was um, he's not disabled, but he's he's older, so it's hard for him to walk up and down the stairs and stuff. So. Um, he actually needed another place to move to before we can make this uh, tran- transaction happen. So anyway, when I put the contract together, I made sure I, I you know, I put that in there as one of the contingencies that the seller uh, needs to find another um, property uh, to move to before we, you know, we execute this contract. And this is where my wife came in, who's an agent, and actually took care of that aspect of the business. And she actually got him under contract and found him another house. So uh, what, what he's doing, basically what's happening here is we're trading some equity. So he's selling me the house. I'm paying for the house cash, and he using, he's using that cash to buy another house. So uh, it's a very seamless process. And we, um, in the way our business is set up, we're able to help him in the situation where uh, a lot of other investors possibly may have not been able to help him because, well, it's a higher price point home. like. We're under contract. It's over two hundred thousand. You know, in my market, it's it's high price point because we're we should exit at like close to four hundred grand. But anyway, um, what I'm saying is, um, not everyone could have helped them because we're not only did we come in with cash and buy his house, and we provided him that cash for him to ultimately move to his next house, and and not only that, we also helped him move to his next house by finding that house for him, you know, through um, a real estate agent who happens to be on our team and, you know, is my wife. So 
Um, so that was all great. So we're under contract on that one, guys. And now, now we're just waiting to close. I think we're like two weeks from closing. Once we close on that one, man, we're gonna hit the ground running because this one is nice. Like, and and I'm very excited about this one actually because um, we're like redoing everything. We're ripping out everything down to the drywall, even opening up walls. So the house will be completely ripped apart. Um, and I remember one thing I did back in the day, like two to three years ago, I did this, um, Instagram, uh, video, it was an IGTV. I don't think Instagram has IGTV anymore. They have reels and all this other stuff. But back in the day, I did an IGTV series on Instagram that was called the hood project, um, because it was in like, uh, you know, not the best part of town. Um, a lot of terrible stuff happens down there like homicides and drug dealing but um anyway so uh i i did buy a house in that neighborhood and because uh, it was such a great deal and i turned it into a rental property which was has been one of the highest performing rental properties for me so far but regardless i turned um i, I filmed like four series of videos and it was called the hood project so if you go to my instagram you could check that out and I basically walked you through the whole rehab process of the hood project. So I'm actually thinking about doing the same thing with this farmhouse flip. And I will call it the farm project or something or the farmhouse project. And I'm thinking about creating these series of IGTVs from literally from demo um, to to maybe maybe the demo to design um, to paint, to, you know, cabinetry and then to fully finish and then, uh, ultimately the end product and the sale. Um, so you guys can, so I can put some video to the content I'm putting out on audio because audio is very easy to put out video on the other hand, um, a little bit harder, takes a lot more work. So, um, that's something that I'm thinking about and I'm planning and I think I'm going to do it, uh, just cause, um, I don't know, it gives me something to do, but it gives you, it'll give you guys a better understanding of what I'm talking about, how I'm doing these flips. So very excited about that one. That one should be, like I said, done in a couple of weeks. So there's the news for you guys. I pr I'm pretty sure I hit every major thing that's happening in our business. And as always, you know, I, I jump around and go off topic. Um, and I think the last thing I'll mention is uh, we're getting closer and closer to automating our rental portfolio. You know, business automation is really the way to go. Like if you look at what Jeff Bezos has done with Amazon, like yesterday, for example, I, per I bought a uh, TV wall mount. I bought a new TV. So I bought a new, I, I bought a TV wall mount. And I was sitting there like in the morning, like it was like 7 a.m. And I was on my phone scrolling through Amazon. I bought a wall mount and the thing came in in like four hours. I, it was literally at my doorstep in four hours. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. The automation in today's world is amazing. And this is what people expect. So um, I took that same concept to automating my rental portfolio my rental business with the help of virtual assistants. So we're close to full automation and, um, and I'm, I'll be very proud of, of this once it's built out completely. And I'll talk you through how we did it. Um, so we're, we're going to, we're managing, um, right now, 25, uh, rental properties 
and they're going to be completely automated where I can be in Mexico for a year and the business is going to operate itself. So that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about full automation. Um, so we're getting close. Not We're not yet there, but we're getting close. But once we're there, I'll definitely break it all down for you guys. All right. Well, having said all of that, let's jump into uh, the main topic, which is uh, 70% ARV formula and why I don't use it. I don't use it when I flip houses. So let's go. All right. Here we go, guys. Main topic. Uh, 70% formula and why I don't use it. So first of all, I need to tell you what exactly is a 70% formula. If you don't know, let me break this down. So traditionally, uh, most flippers, buy and hold investors, um, any sort of real estate investor, I mean, and this goes... This probably uh, goes around like all asset classes, not just single family homes. Uh, most most investors follow this formula, okay? It's the 70% ARV formula. I mean, some even go as low as 60 and some do 80, 65, 75, whatever. But usually it's like 70% ARV formula. So here's what that means. Basically, most investors want to buy the property at 70% of the ARV price. Example. Example is this. If the property after it's repaired is it cost $100,000, they want to buy it for 70 minus the repair cost, okay? Minus the repair cost. So for example, if um, the property fully fixed up cost $100,000, they need to buy it for 70, okay? Now, but if there's $20,000 worth of work, you mine you minus 20 off that 70. So that puts you at 50 grand. Okay. So on a property that um, is is the ARV is a hundred thousand dollars and need it needs twenty thousand dollars worth of work, a typical investor will want to buy that property for 50 grand. Remember, because it's 70% of the ARV minus the repair cost, which is 20 grand in our example, that puts you at $50,000. Okay, now if, you, uh, if you're talking about a $200,000 property, you know, they'll put you at 100 grand, right? Um, depending on what your um, rehab costs are. But let's do the math real quick. All right, I- I'm not using a calculator, so I might be wrong. But anyway, uh, $200,000 property. Um, after it's fixed up and repaired, they, it needs to be purchased at 70%. So I'm, I'm actually going to pull out my calculator. $200,000 property times 0. 0.7 is 140000 Now, if the property needs $50,000 worth of work, that's minus 50000 equals 90000 uh, So your purchase price should be 90000 so I'll just give you an example of like a hundred thousand dollar property and a two hundred thousand dollar property. If you're using the seventy uh, percent ARV formula, and that's traditionally that's what most of rehabbers and flippers have been have stuck to is the, the that formula. Um, and I used to do it too. I'm not gonna lie. I used to do this too. And um, and here's the thing, I stopped doing it. Okay. I completely stopped doing it uh, because I realized that it's it's not helping me. It's only hindering the ability to buy more properties. 
So I actually used this spreadsheet back, it was no more than a year ago. It's called the House Flipping Spreadsheet, okay? It's, it's a spreadsheet, and you put in all your information, like your purchase price, how much the rehab is going to be, the holding cost, uh, the insurance, the, the property taxes, and then it gave you a percentage. I still have that um, uh, spreadsheet, by the way, and, you know, occasionally I'll look at it. And it gives you like a percentage. So you can mess with the numbers on the spreadsheet and you, you can type in like, okay, but what if I buy it for 120, then what's, what's, my, what's my percentage then? What's my ARV percentage? And then, you know, the number will change like from 70 to 72. And I remember um, a property I bought uh, over a year ago and I did the calculator thing and um, on my spreadsheet and it showed me a ARV that if I was to buy it at the price point I bought it at, it showed me um, an ARV purchase percentage of like 83 or 84. And I was like, oh man, like I'm not, you know, I'm supposed to be buying properties at 70% ARV, but this one is like 84 ARV. And I was like, that's too close. You know, I'm almost buying at 100% ARV. That's, that's what I was thinking. And I was almost hesitating, and I almost didn't buy the property. But then uh, um, somebody who I look up to, a mentor of mine, told me, like, hey, uh, that's a great property. You definitely need to buy this property. I don't care what the ARV is. You definitely need to buy this property. And, um, and I did, and I made over $80,000 on that flip. So, so there you go. Proves my point that um, this ARV formula is garbage. But here's why it's garbage. Like in, going back to this example where we made eighty grand on the flip, this was a property in a Class A neighborhood that had a master suite with with the master bathroom attached with the walk-in closet, his and hers, um, and it just needed cosmetic um, rehab. So meaning, like we just painted it, we put new floors in. And we painted all the vanities and all the cabinets. We, we stained them, actually. We stained them dark. Um, we did not touch, like, any of the kitchen, any of the... Oh, we changed the countertops, too. So, changed the countertops, kitchens and bathrooms, all right? We painted the cabinets, stained the cabinets and the vanities. We painted the walls and the ceiling, and we changed the floor to uh, the regular laminate. And with that wholetail a strategy alone uh we made 80 plus grand but if i stuck to the 70 percent arv i would have never purchased the property because i said well it doesn't meet the 70 percent rule you know it 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 uh it it was like a 84 82 83 84 85 percent so I'm not going to buy a house where I'm overpaying. That's, you know, if I stuck to that formula, then that's what I would have been thinking at the time and I wouldn't have bought it. And I'm glad that I did. And ever since then, my thought process has changed because now I don't look at it as as an ARV. I look at it as how much money am I investing in this project and how long is it going to take me to finish it and cash out? And how much headache is it going to give me? Like, how much pain in the ass is this project going to be? So I don't have a formula for this, but I just look at these three things, okay? How much money am I investing in this project, okay? How long is it going to take me to rehab this? 
and how much of a pain in the ass is it going to be? So let me break it down. So if I'm investing 200K, 300K, or 100K into a project, and I know that the turnaround time is going to be like a month, maybe two, then I'm good with it. You know, if I'm investing only like 50 grand, like I don't really think about that. So if I'm investing 50 grand and, you know, and I still have a big chunk of money just laying around waiting to be invested in another deal, I don't think about it too hard. But if I'm investing 200K, 300K into a, into a project and, and I'm tying that up for the next six months, I'm really going to think about it. Because I'm, I'm investing a lot of money into a longer-term play. So there's a lot of factors here. The time of the project, and then, and then the last thing you, know, you think about is how, uh, how much uh, you know, headache is this going to be? How, much, how, how painful is this process going to be? Is it a pain in carpet, pain in flooring, or is it everything? HVAC, roof, plumbing. Uh, uh, electrical? Do we need to pull permits? Uh, is the city involved? Is there a point in, uh, a point in inspection? Um, are there city inspections that I have to pass? Uh, is there a point of sale? Do I have to pass a point of sale? Now, if I have to do all of that stuff while investing a small amount of money with a little return on the back end, I'm, my, I'm not going to do it. There's way too many things I got to do, right? and and for a small profit, I'm not gonna do I'm not gonna do it. But if I have to do if I have to jump through all those hoops, okay. But the project is very short, maybe a month, maybe two, and the back end profit is substantial. Then yeah, then I'll do it. So so again, just to kind of wrap it up, guys. Don't really follow this stupid 70% ARV formula, okay? Because a lot of times it'll steer you wrong. Just look at it this way. All right, how much money am I putting down, all right? Or how much money is my private private lender putting down, my private investor or my hard money lender or whatever? How much money are we, are we tying up in this in this thing? How, how long is it going to take us to exit? Like is it is it a six month project? Is it a year project or is it a ninety you know ninety day or sixty day project? Is it quick? And is it going to cause me a lot of headache or is it going to be quick? So sometimes I'll even buy a ninety percent ARV at a ninety uh, percent rule. There's no such thing, but I'll buy it at ninety percent if I know that I can literally do a clean out, just a clean out and throw it up on the market and make twenty grand. I'm good with that. If the house is financeable and I just need to do a clean out and throw it back up and make 20, 30, 15, I don't care. But if it's like a 30-day turnaround time, I'll buy it in 90% ARV to make that money. So that that's all I'm saying, guys. There is no like hard rule on you don't have to follow that hard 70% rule formula that 70% ARV, like most investors, I think, still do. You just kind of have to feel it out and see if it's if the project is worth it. Is it does it worth your time? Um, is the juice worth the squeeze? Wait, is that the right term? Or is the squeeze worth the juice? I think it's if the juice is worth the squeeze. Regardless, you get my point. So um, yeah, like is me investing my time, my effort um, worth this project? Or is it not worth this project? That's the way I look at it. I don't even look at it from an ARV perspective anymore. 
But maybe also that's because like I've I've already grown up in the business and I don't have I kind of understand construction. I understand timelines and I don't have to have like things in black and white on paper anymore. I just kind of feel them out. And maybe it's because I have multiple exit strategies. You know, I know if I don't make this wholesale work or whatever, maybe I'll just flip it. And if the flip doesn't work, I'll just throw it into my rental portfolio and keep it as a rental. Maybe it's because of that. But regardless, I think a lot of people get stuck and and hung up on this 70% rule when it's not always accurate and sometimes it's detrimental to you and your business. So hopefully, you know, me kind of breaking it down um, helps you understand that. And actually, uh, if talking about my previous podcast, which was number 10 in the Shady Ridge Project, I didn't even, like we made, you know what I made, 68K on that deal. We didn't even, I didn't even think of it as an ARV thing. I, I don't think I even put it in a calculator. I literally did the numbers in my head and I said, dude, this thing is going to take us three weeks to do or whatever it took us. Two to three weeks to do, it's going to cost us under 10 grand and I'm seeing a profit spread here, 50 plus thousand dollars. I didn't I didn't punch it into a calculator and see what what my ARV rule or what am I buying it at. I'm sure that if I did it'd probably be like 85 or 90% ARV. Um but I didn't and I bought it anyway. So um yeah like I said multiple there's a multiple factors guys multiple multiple factors. So all right um I hope that helped you. I hope I didn't like talk too much and went off topic too much. And I hope I didn't confuse you guys at the end of the day. I hope that actually helped you. If you have any questions on that, you know where to find me on social media, romanempire.cle on Instagram. So follow me there. Now, if you have a specific request that you guys want me to talk about, just go ahead and, um, and DM me, you know, on Instagram. And because I, I, one of the guys DM me about, um, like the construction aspect of the business and especially contractors. So that's going to be one of my, one of my next uh, podcasts. But if you want me to talk about some specific, whether it's my, in my business or in your business, uh, just let me know. Another request I got was how to rent your first rental, like your first house or how to rent out your primary house, primary residence. So we could talk about that too. Maybe on one of the upcoming podcasts. So whatever it is, you know, just hit me up. Let me know. Um, you know, I respond to all my DMs, guys. I actually, I'm the one who actually responds. So um, if you let me know, I'll respond. And I actually have a list of all these podcast requests. And it's not easy creating this content, especially running a full-time business with employees and flipping houses. So that's why, like, sometimes I'll skip a week. Um, you know, or skip two weeks because I'm in Mexico. But um, when I get to it, I get to it. And I, and I hopefully, you know, I provide enough value where I, if I put out a podcast every Wednesday or every other Wednesday, it brings you enough value to hold you over to the next week. <laughs> hopefully, you know, to make you guys keep coming back for more and more and more. Because as you know, I don't hold anything back. I just, I just talk and I give you guys everything I know and I give you guys, um, all my strategies, I don't hold them back. And I don't make any money from any of this. This is just giving back and helping you guys grow in your business. So hopefully you guys like it. Hopefully you guys appreciate it. And if you do, give me a follow and shoot me a DM, guys. And with that being said, I'll see you on the next podcast, guys. Peace.